For our listener-driven reporting series, Peak Curiosity, we've received a lot of questions about street names in Colorado Springs. Here, 91.5 KRCC's Jake Brownell tells the story behind one road with a peculiar and strangely fitting name. When Ed Story and his wife Nancy moved to Colorado Springs 12 years ago, they were perplexed. They lived near Templeton Gap Road, which runs diagonally toward downtown. They thought it would be a convenient thoroughfare. As we got into it and learned more about it, it's, the gap is a very important word because there are gaps in the road. And so my question is, what is the history of Templeton Gap? Why does it have gaps? Why is it named Templeton? Can you help me understand about it a little bit? Okay, so we are officially on Templeton Gap Road, heading northeast off of El Paso Street. Templeton Gap begins near downtown and dead ends in a neighborhood near Palmer Park. It then picks up again three miles later for two more short, interrupted jogs near Powers Boulevard and Woodman Road. As Ed Story says, these days, it's a road defined by its gaps. But that hasn't always been the case, says Pioneers Museum director Matt Mayberry. Early maps that we have in our collection show it as the primary northeast corridor. Maps dating back as far as the late 1800s show Templeton Gap Road extending miles beyond the small grid of streets that comprised Colorado Springs at the time. Mayberry says early inhabitants of the city would take the road up to Black Forest, sometimes stopping to camp near Palmer Park along the way. It took a long time to get to the Black Forest. Um, When you live in a three-mile-an-hour world um, and you can't go by train, then you have to plan these things. The road remained a major artery for more than a century. But by the 1980s, Union Boulevard and Austin Bluffs Parkway overtook the old thoroughfare. That pretty much um, ends the the contiguous nature of T-Gap. As for the name, the gap in question doesn't refer to interruptions in the road, but rather to a geographic feature the route once passed through. So here we are on Austin Bluffs Parkway. On our right is Palmer Park, a large hill. To our left is another large hill or bluff, and we are passing through Templeton Gap, the space between these two bluffs. It's a feature that hardly registers as you drive through it today. But according to one early source, this gap was a main point of entry for Native Americans entering the Pikes Peak region from the plains to the northeast. Celinda Kalin has written extensively about the Native American history of the area. She says she can't confirm it for certain, but she wouldn't be surprised if Templeton Gap Road followed a pre-existing Ute Indian trail. Probably that trail, because it's heading toward the east, that was probably used for the, by the war parties, the hunting parties, as they went out into the eastern plains to hunt buffalo. As European settlers arrived, the gap remained a vital passageway, and the land around it was used for grazing cattle. By the mid-1800s, several ranches sprang up there, including one owned by a grizzled, Indiana-born veteran of the Mexican-American War named A.J. Templeton. He was an interesting character because he did a lot of things. He was a cowboy, uh, drove cattle from place to place. He was U.S. Marshal, a deputy U.S. Marshal, so he chased down bandits. He did prospecting um, in the early years of, of the gold rush. Drawn to Colorado by the promise of gold, Templeton established himself in the Pikes Peak region in 1859, a decade before General William Jackson Palmer founded the town that would become Colorado Springs. He worked a range of jobs, but made a habit of spending the winters ranching on land near the Gap. 
Matt Mayberry says it's unclear exactly how the Gap took on Templeton's name. Whether it was him that applied that name or whether it became kind of like Templeton's place um, and just referred to in that, I don't know where, you know, what the derivation of the name was. Whether he deserves the recognition all these years later is another question. Among his many exploits, Templeton spent time as a lieutenant in the 3rd Colorado Volunteer Cavalry. In 1864, he was one of the nearly 700 men who attacked a village of Cheyenne and Arapaho in what's now known as the Sand Creek Massacre. The incident left as many as several hundred Cheyenne and Arapaho dead, many of them women and children. In a brief memoir written some years later, Templeton described the incident and attempted to downplay the casualties. He likely died sometime around the turn of the 20th century, though the Pioneers Museum doesn't have an exact death year. In the grand scheme of things, he was a relatively minor player in the history of Colorado Springs, but he managed to secure a lasting legacy through his association with that all-important gap in the bluffs. For 91.5 KRCC News and Peak Curiosity, I'm Jake Brownell. (music) ¶¶